I mean, not really. I'm. <laughs> I guess I could be a little excited to talk about the possibility of Ali getting fired, but to yeah. talk about in general is kind Welcome of. Welcome to Ghana Parties, ladies and gentlemen. Bummer. Right, we've been Ali fucking out since day fucking one. We've never changed views. We've never wanted Ali in. <laughs> Let's start the show with the obvious elephant in the room. Yeah. Uh, we stink. The only the only thing that I can think of as a positive is our next our next few games. We've got Atalanta, Atalanta, Liverpool, City, and Chelsea, and I can only imagine that the higher ups are waiting until get those out of the way to sack Oli. Yeah, that seems to be. I mean. It's all the things that usually happen before a manager gets fired are starting to happen right now. You got the the old dreaded vote of no confidence, uh, vote of confidence from the board. So you know the fact that they even feel like they have to put out a statement backing him is not good in the first place. And then there's all these little stories starting to leak out of the camp where like oh the still reassurance from the board that they're not looking anywhere else. But then there's other stories about uh, morale hitting a low in the squad and players, you know, kind of getting stagnant. Then there's the story today about Rashford not being happy with Ole coming out and saying now that he's back from injury, he needs to prioritize his football, which is just like... I mean, even when I fucking... Like, that's even like, when I heard that after the... Even when I heard that after I like, watched the game back yesterday... Or watch like the highlights and watch like all like the after when he I heard him say that in the interview I was like you are a fucking idiot yeah. like how, like how does that even make any sense in the first first of all if you feel that way why are you saying that in the press when you know a person like Marcus Rashford is just gonna create another story gonna create more opportunity for him to be like abused online and pulled into this public discourse even if it were something. To criticize him about which it's not right like this guy has played his fucking heart out for you through however many, however many injuries the oh, the thing that he was quote unquote prioritizing instead of football is standing up to the government raising millions of dollars and feeding thousands of children uh he is by all accounts like a testament to how good a united produced player and human being should and could be and he's out for three months comes back five weeks ahead of schedule and in his first five minutes on the field scores a goal scores a banger as well and also he like why is even this is a person say that that? this is a person that's on your team and last year had two fucking surgery i had to play through two injuries that he required surgery for each of and then you're gonna be like, maybe he needs to concentrate on his football. Maybe you and need to concentrate every on your single fucking game. Maybe you need to concentrate on your football because apparently you never fucking watched it. Oh my god, it's just, I'm so fucking done. I'm so tired of it. And yo, shout outs to the goats like, over at spread over at spread salam. I was literally talking to them today <laughs> via, and I was like, I told Naj that I didn't. The only reason I'm gonna watch the next match is because we have to record the show. <laughs> I am not. I'm. 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 I'm going. I'm out on loan again. I'm out. I'm back out on loan. I already put. Yeah. I already put ten dollars. I already put ten dollars <laughs> on on Liverpool to score four or more against us next weekend. Because it's going to happen. Yeah, I just don't see a way he can realistically survive this run of games. Or you know, he's going to get like seven points out of these four games somehow and he's gonna s- somehow keep his job until even the fucking we, season. we act like it, it i uh like we we're turning into one of those teams that are just like always like one player away and now it's a defensive midfielder but then yeah. this week watching it 
like you've got the front three pressing and then 30, 40 yards of just like fucking Madison doing whatever the fuck he wants. And then yeah. you've got fucking Matic. It, yeah. Ah, fucking the low light of this game was Jamie Vardy didn't fucking do the Ronaldo celebration after I said yeah. he was going to do it. I was kind of bummed he didn't do that. Also, it's like Vardy, you're, we're already going through hell. At least you know you could fucking entertain us a little bit, man. I mean, he did a, a the usual Vardy shithousery where he was just staring at the fans for ten minutes, which was cool. Yeah. I still can't believe that my brother, friend of the show, and our male model, when the Vardy goal went in, I was like, "Fuck this, we're leaving!" And he had to go to a bike shop, and he was saying goodbye to people at the bar we were at for so long that I got to see the fourth goal go in, which is the reason I wanted to leave because I knew it was fucking coming. And then, I got, and then I got moody all day and then cooks for you guys, so... It was, yeah. I mean, it evens out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I dream. mean, everything that we could say about this, we've said fucking... We said it once, we said it a million times, right? It's just the same shit every single... Fucking week. Oh, stressing me out, man. Stressing me out. And talk it about... sucks so much, too. It's like we had two great fucking goals and they're canceled out by just the rest of the dog shit performance. And that's not even including Telemann's goal, which is just this fucking... I think goal of the, I think goal of the like, weekend. I love goals like that. That seem to take like yeah. 10 minutes to go in and then they just like roll into the back of the top corner <laughs> somehow. It like makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. yeah, he had a fucking game as well. Man yeah. of the match performance. Before we end talking about United, because I literally can't do it for one more second of my life, I want to just say I told you so about Harry Maguire. He is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, last, that's the last of it. That's the last of it. He's terrible. Awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Liverpool Watford. How about this? Bobby Firmino oh, scores a hat trick. Uh, Salah turns into prime Ronaldinho after seeing people on Twitter argue who was better, Ronaldinho or Salah. And he was like, oh, I'll do something ridiculous and just stand on the ball in the box for a second. It's brilliant. Yeah, he's probably the best player in the world right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was fault, right? A couple of people say that. Uh, Righty was saying that earlier on the uh, the match of the day show. Yeah, y- yeah. You can make the case for Benzema, but I mean, it's tough to argue against Salah at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not too much more to say about this. Watford just firing their manager Ranieri coming in. Um, <clears throat> It 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 was funny. It was funny uh, watching Ranieri in a strong Italian accent, shout, just screaming narrow, yeah. <laughs> just screaming narrow. And then I can't remember what the what player it was, yeah. but then the camera looks out, the camera like zooms in on a player, and he's looking at that Ranieri like, "How are we supposed to keep it compact?" They're literally dragging us all over the park, and it was already four yeah. 0 <laughs> Adam Messina was just leaving Danny Rose up like high. Yo, Danny Rose was a highlight of this match, actually. Messina just stopped running on that one through ball from <laughs> Alexander Arnold. Like Salah was miles on side and he just stops him and like raises his arm. Yeah. And if it wasn't for a poor touch, he would have scored. Yo, the commentator like literally mentioned his fitness and him being yeah. overweight like twice. I forgot Danny Rose played for Watford. Until this game, and then, and then when I, and then when I just saw him, obviously just being like walked around, I was like, "Oh, is that Danny Rose that is being taken for a run?" <laughs> oh man! Him, him and Musa Sissoko trying to relive the Tottenham glory days. Yeah, hey, he's still a better defender than Harry Maguire though. So <laughs> he's yeah. got that. He's got that. Zizoko was the one ball that out there that looked like he wanted to do something. Like he, yeah, he was. They they put a couple combinations together, Watford later later in this match. But like, you know, Liverpool were always going to be Liverpool. But they yeah. 
they look like they could have done things, but yeah, came too late. They, I mean, and they got into a couple good positions, um, but they just Wofford just doesn't really have. I, I don't think Sar is necessarily that out and out like through the middle player, and Emmanuel Dennis is unreliable. They get into these positions and then they just like don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Seeing and, yeah, Liverpool just looked a class above in this game, and they seeing are. seeing Liverpool perform like that, like when they're on song. Now I think they're probably favorites of the title. Yeah, because yeah. Chelsea haven't really been performing. I mean, City are doing that thing again where they're just going under the radar, yeah, kind of, true. but still like winning. Yeah, coasting, uh, getting cheap results, and then second half of the season is going to come around and they're going to hit their Just form. be on fire. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, this game was just uh, a Liverpool masterclass, to be honest with you. And also, yeah. like, we we kind of talked about it quickly about Salah, but there's not many times that your striker scores three and isn't the man of the match. Yeah, because yeah. Salah was just a fucking beast. Yeah, Firmino scores three. Uh, Mane gets his hundredth Premier League goal and becomes the third Wait, like, African player yeah. to get to hundred Premier League goals. And all we're talking about is Salah yeah. again. Still Salah. Yeah. That that pass to Mane on the first goal was just fucking like yeah. arguably better than the goal. But I mean. Uh, now talking about you know, honestly as well like this ha- this match was on Sunday and I obviously didn't feel like watching football after watching what can only described as football on ice the day before uh, and it kind of snapped me out of my I hate football but I'm still back to hating football again mm. I might just watch the darts do you guys want to talk about the darts next week or something <laughs> on Thursday is there Maybe any cricket going to Let's finally do our Love Island podcast. Yeah, let's week. do our Toby's been Toby's been Toby told me how to make his iced coffee. Toby told me how to make his yeah, iced coffee on did. Instagram. Saw, today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing wearing Crocs. Him and his mom just went to Ireland. Yeah. It's great. I saw that. It looked like a nice family trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll break it down. We'll do some research this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Villa Wolves, eh? Yeah. Villa, what, they went up 2-0 and they're going into the 80th minute and then Wolves scored three times to win 3-2. I, I think they contract- there's some absolutely terrible defending from Villa at the end of this match. Oh, and they were absolutely terrible goals as well. Yeah. Like, both of them had massive deflections. Yeah. Uh, I think they're contractually obliged at being a football podcast to say 2-0 is the most dangerous lead in football. Yeah, never want to bring bring, bring that old trope back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking but, like, I was thinking being two 0 up in the 80th minute. You're in a derby as well. You're already sending your mates that support the other team like shitty texts. Yeah, and then yeah. for that to happen, just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. they had a pretty tough start to the season. They're didn't really get going, but now they're three wins in a row. I mean, maybe it was just taking because uh, Bruno Lage and Nuno are like pretty different managers. It looks like it was just taking them some time to like adjust to that style of play. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know if they have some good players. The uh, player <laughs> Chan they just bought from Leipzig. It's proven to be a pretty good signing for him. They've got Jimenez back, who looks like he's kind of getting back to the old Jimenez. So they could, you know, be some trouble down the road I, here. I, I love I love podcasts after a, a terrible United loss, which has been most of them for the past like couple of months. Because you can hear it in all, like, I mean, let's be honest, three quarters of the podcast supports United. You can like hear it in our voices. I don't want to fucking do this. Well, I'm also not trying to go back to United, but then I'm also like thinking about this Wolves game and thinking like Ruben Neves, Ruben Neves, Ruben Neves, Ruben Neves. Like he had like a beautiful, he had a beautiful pass to set up their first goal, and oh like then even with the deflection, you know, it's just like 
When we were talking about you Liverpool, would, be all perfect. I was thinking, all I was thinking was, <laughs> I've got to go and stand next to people next weekend and act like I want to be there. Yeah. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be looking at Instagram the whole time. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, where's Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> I get to look at their faces while, while we're doing this. This is the best part. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, another game that we went to and see this weekend, uh, Chelsea-Brentford. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on at Chelsea because they were not defending very well. It it shows something when your keeper's man of the match, right? And that's what Paul Scholes yeah, said. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And Brentford's just yeah, like, happened. they were pretty unlucky not to get a point here. They yeah. probably should have had a penalty too. I think so. Um, yeah, definitely. But this team is just, like we talked about it, I think a few weeks ago, there aren't really any moral victories in sports that you can get. But <clears throat> I think they can be pretty, like, come out of this game feeling pretty good about themselves. Like, if not for one of the best keepers in the world at the moment, just standing on his fucking head, they probably using his would, head. Have, won, would have won this game. Yo, yeah. literally using, using his head. Who yeah. was it? Yeah. Was it, uh, I think it was Ponce Jansen. I, yeah. like, hit the ball and it stayed hit. Yeah. Like, and it just smashed Mendy in the face. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Uh, I so Mendy you can come out game. of that game and be like, yeah, I mean, we didn't do too badly. Next team, like next time we play a big team, we've already played Liverpool, drawn Liverpool, beaten Arsenal, should have beaten Chelsea. They can feel really confident about themselves going forward into some of these games where two months ago they would have been a massive, massive underdog. Definitely. Maybe, maybe, maybe Brentford is where I'll go out on my go out on loan this time. I was gonna go to Leicester. Um, I've already been on on uh, part. I'm not, part my agent. My agent still. Yeah. My agent still told. He's offered me to a couple of clubs. We're gonna see what's happening. We're gonna see what happens this week. You know, I need to get my confidence back up. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the key word, though, Nick. Like confidence. Like it. It's not a moral victory, but there's definitely something to be said for like. Gaining belief, right, and that's what. Yeah, like yeah, and I, I think we, I think we've said uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, Chelsea don't look the team that they were this time, like last year. You know what I mean? Like at the end of last season, they were just like they were purring, and like it's kind of the first time we've seen them take a dip on the Tuchel, even though they won this game. Yeah. Uh, like it. I mean, they won this game. Basically, because Chilwell just isn't missing at the moment. Yeah, the scores in every game now, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. But... <clears throat> yeah, well done for me for uh, captaining Wukaku on this as well, because <laughs> that freak do anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He, he took a free yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah, is, he took he a free kick at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It had no dip, no curl. It just—it was a straight line into the stand. Oh. And then, and then he's standing there looking at it like. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I feel like he demanded to take the free kick, and somebody was like, "Okay, fine." Like they yeah. argue with him, but he's like big dick now. So like they're like, "Yeah, go ahead, do it." He does it, and he's like, "Oh, right. This is why I don't take free kicks." Uh, yeah. Before we start talking about this game, yeah, I just want to. I saw a tweet today that said Ivan Tony is the tallest person that's five ten, and Luke Shaw is, is the shortest person that's six one. <laughs> it's crazy. Like every time I look at Ivan Tony, I feel like he should be like six four, and then you look at his Wikipedia, it's like five ten. What? There's yeah. no way he's five ten. There's then, no way he's five ten. And then people were talking. People would be talking about uh, he. They got beat up by Ivan Tony the other week or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on on the pitch. So like, yeah, that's impressive. Yadi energy, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yadi energy. It doesn't matter how tall you are. Uh, so Nadia's beloved Man City played Burnley. Yes, yes. In, and just got business done. Yeah, uh, yeah. As Nick said, very professional. Like, 
I mean, this this match isn't wasn't my match of the week last week or my match to look forward to, nor is it my match to week, match of the week because it was just comprehensive and it was what was supposed to happen. And one plays Burnley, I think at this at this point, if we especially when City play Burnley, yeah, like yeah, I think we we, we beat them the last five times we played them or something. Yeah. So. This, I like how uh, Bernardo Silva made sure to just absolutely smash it in from two feet out. After <laughs> yeah. all, of his, all of his missed chances throughout the year, he wasn't taking any any chance with that one. Yeah. Just this one's going le- in. just like leather <laughs> leathered it from definitely. inside the six yard box. Yeah, this one's it's definitely like, going in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got for two, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. my god! Um, KDB was the that goal was incredible as well. Um, KDB was just being KDB. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah just doing him. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy about it. I'm happy with three points, especially because we know they're not guaranteed. <laughs> yo, fuck you, fam! <laughs> I'm gone. Fuck you. Yo, yo, yo! They're not guaranteed for me either. Please. <laughs> Are you we just said they're guaranteed. I said they no, I said they're not. I said they're not. Oh no. my gosh. Yo. I'm uh, uh my favorite, I mean, my favorite part of the weekend anyway was getting trolled by Newcastle fans who were singing um fuck off city, we're richer than you. <laughs> That's brilliant. They're still shit though. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're still, still terrible. Still- they're still terrible, terrible and, and awful, awful and racist. So when yeah. when uh when they scored after three minutes, I was like, "This goal, this is like almost too good." Yeah, you know, this is like too good of a start. And then like the camera immediately goes to Amanda Stavely, who for some reason is stood behind Ant and Deck, who was stood in the wrong wrong order. It was Deck and Ant, which was <laughs> silly. Uh. Yeah, this this game was mental. Like it, it, it like it, it had, had like, everything. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Hey, Max was everywhere. Yeah, dude. I mean, that goes back to this. This Newcastle team is very much based on Saint Max at the moment, mm. and you can tell that because it is just fucking chaotic. And you can yeah. tell in the Saint Max play. It is just fucking chaotic, right? He just, <laughs> yeah, it's just he's, a man, he, he's wild, wearing the fucking Louboutin head, Louboutin headscarf, yes. fucking like, yeah. He, he's just, got he's got he's got he's got a brace on each wrist. He's got like some brace thing on each knee. Dude, he just looks. He looks. He's incredible, dog. Yo, and let's let's. Give a massive, massive shout out to John Joe Shelby, Shelby, who definitely said to the said to the new owners, "I'll come in and just show you what I'm about for a little bit." Yeah. <laughs> oh, just give me twenty minutes here, and I'll show yeah, you exactly. Exactly. What I'm about. John Joe. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows how old I am because I don't have any hair on my face and I'm round like an egg. But I'm full of energy, but I've been around for a long time and I just kick people. <laughs> Yo, and it, what was funny is like the second the second yellow card he got was like, all right, I get it. He's threw out on he's threw on goal, take him out, take one for the team. If you're not on a yellow and you're not <laughs> already yellow. four two yeah. down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so what if you, you hadn't just if you hadn't just like kicked out at Sun, like because he was dribbling around your team too much. <laughs> and yo, this this like we said, this game had fucking everything. John Joe yeah. putting on a display, Saint Max putting on a display, fucking Eric Life Dyer putting on Eric, Eric Dyer putting on a an amazing display, like saving saving a man's life and then scoring <laughs> a comedy on goal. Yeah. Like, like what else was there more to? And keen listeners of the pod, and maybe they got, maybe we're gonna cut it out of the intro. Will have heard that I got scammed this week. So I was on the phone to the bank during this match, watching this at like watching this all morning, 
as I'm on the phone for like 45 minutes with the bank as they're trying to figure things out. And every now and again, I just was like, what is going on? And like the person that I was on the call with was like, I'm sorry, sir, we're trying to figure that out right now. And I was talking about the match. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, I was walking around the house just like, what is, what is happening? Yeah. Like, yeah, but no, sh- <laughs> shout out to Reggion and Eric Dyer, Dyer. for yeah, man. noticing what was going on and getting the referee to stop the match, getting the med- medical teams over there. Uh, yeah. I saw a pretty cool story um, from BBC today. They interviewed some guy who's standing, um, sitting in the, in the, with the home fans. And I guess word got out that they needed a doctor and this guy was a A&E doctor and rushed over there, like took over doing CPR and like, you know, he was very modest and like not taking like full credit for saving the guy's life. Cause obviously there's a lot of people involved, but then he walked, as he walked back to his seat, he's like, yeah, imagine like 10,000 people in the Galgate and like just chanting heroes to me. Like it was like the coolest moment of my life. Sure. So, Apparently the the fan is was in stable condition today, but had no memory of even going to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but exactly. he was like up and alert and like talking and totally fine today. Not totally fine. He had the heart attack, but yeah, yeah. And also like going back to the Euros, there's been a big thing about getting uh, defibrillators in our in football grounds after the Christian Eriksen thing, and. I mean, obviously, we can see firsthand from what happened this weekend. They are needed, and they do save lives. Because, like, who knows? Yeah. This guy might have just been... Terrific. I mean, it was definitely a carnival atmosphere at St. James's Park on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so he might have just got too excited, and that happened, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it, these... Like, I think I think the people should be in everywhere that people play sports, because once your heart gets racing you don't want something like that to happen. And I think the uh, charity is, is it just called free? Like the number three? Uh, that is trying to push us so that in all stadiums, and there's multiple in all stadiums, and that was after uh, the dude's brother died on the pitch, right? And that's when that mm-hmm. that was created. So hopefully yeah. that works out. And hopefully we see now that it's just not for players, but for fans as well. Yeah. And on that sad moment, uh, we should take a break because this episode has been very sad and not just about United. (laughs) So we'll be back uh, and do our best ofs and a little bit of Mad Spice to this episode because it is garden parties, right? Welcome back to Garden Parties, ladies and gentlemen. And before we go to our favorite time, which is the best of, we've just got to bring up some of very Garden Parties-related football news. <laughs> goal of the week. It's goal of the week. It's goal of the week in the Charlton match this weekend. <laughs> Where one of the stewards... Uh, Fucking scored a goal with a dildo. Which is, <laughs> which is the only way to fucking describe it, right? <laughs> because that's exactly yeah, that, what happened. That pretty much sums, sums it up. Yeah, There's yeah. a dildo on the field and he kicked it into <laughs> the goal. <laughs> and it wasn't just a dildo. This shit looked like a fucking yeah, arm. It? it was so yeah, big. Was it? it was so big that when he kicked it, it almost came back at him. Like, <laughs> you had to, to kick it, it like twice. And then he celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this uh video, I believe you. Charlton I mean, Lincoln City or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Charlton oh Lincoln God. City and <laughs> a massive dildo. Like at yeah. least a 12 inch. At least. Yeah. It was massive. I got it as well. Yo, I, yo, it was like almost like the size. It was almost like the size to a point where I was thinking. How do you get that in a football game? Because at this point, this is classed as a weapon. Like you could have like beat the shit out of somebody with that. Yeah. 
no, it's just that guy in that viral video that that barely pats people down and and, yeah. and lets them in. Yeah, it was so big. Uh, if somebody hit it in their pants, <laughs> you'd think something was going on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I don't know which can only be topped by in more like just when I thought football had lost me. It just kept giving back to me with amazing game after amazing game after the United lost and a massive, massive dildo. And then just to add fucking more and more to it, uh, what is this guy's name? Let me find it. In the Irish Premiership, Glenn Trowan were leading 2-0 when, uh, when Cathay Ferrell equalised. Goldtrowan's goalkeeper, Aaron McCarthy, immediately made a beeline to his teammate, Bobby Burns. And uh, what? how do I describe this? Clotheslined him? He like, yeah, he clotheslined he like, him. He like grabbed him by the, like, they're like, yeah. Clotheslined him, got him, him on the ground, yeah. and then grabbed him by the shirt and like, and like, beat this, was like cursing him out or something. I don't know. But like, Bobby off. also, Bobby also kind of like sold it a little bit. Like he was like so yeah, used yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he, he thought it was like a an opponent for a second. He's so used to like, Flop it over that as soon as his teammate touches him, he like grabs he his face flopped. and falls over, and then gets his gets his teammate sent off. Oh my god! It's this is why I need to stop supporting. And it wasn't even really his fault. The goal wasn't even his wasn't fault. even his fault. I don't understand why he's doing it. Yo, you know when you just pissed off at somebody, you just take it out on yeah. someone. That was yeah. definitely what happened. You just like yo. Like that guy probably like did He's something like, to the training like, like two weeks ago. <laughs> like two weeks ago, he just took it out. I've just been holding it on, yeah, holding on to it. Oh my god, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, and it, it was so wild. It was so wild that even after seeing the clip, I was like, that guy didn't do anything. So I watched the highlights and still couldn't work out what the guy did. <laughs> like he didn't, do, he didn't give up. He didn't give up the ball like before. Like you know when somebody like makes a mistake like bypasses before. It wasn't yeah. even him. It was just <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know what happened. Oh, geez, Louise. So, yeah, so apart from United losing, it was a pretty good week of football. So, I'm being happy again now. Let's talk about our best ofs, huh? Yeah. Uh, so, my best of this week was Palace Arsenal. Watch that today. Pretty good game. Uh, I It was my best of because... Arsenal went 1-0 up and then just got dominated. And then Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, and went in a goal in the last, what, three minutes, which apparently they love to do this season. It's like their new favourite special thing, but just for them. So that's my match of the week. <laughs> Naj, what you got? You guys losing to the last... Wait, how do I mute this guy again? Uh, what? <laughs> Not, not even just because you lost, um, but uh, partly that. Um, I was excited to see that Vardy score because I was hoping he was going to do the Ronaldo celebration. It was just funny to see the things that you say manifest themselves. Um, but also, I was just genuinely excited to watch this match. I think, I think uh, because Townsend did it the other week, Vardy was like, he stole my thunder. Yeah. He, he Townsend should have known yeah. better much different body. Yeah, perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The real shit house, huh? I don't know. Maybe he'll uh, he'll outdo himself this year. Um, who's Jesse? Who's going to do Jesse? I can do Jesse for this uh, one because it's yeah. gonna be it's pretty easy because we already talked about this match and we already said that it had fucking everything, including a man being brought back to life. Uh. Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle Spurs. It was mental. It was insane. It was really mental. Uh, yeah, it was fucking great. And a lot of my favorite things about football and least favorite things about football happened during this match. What about you, Nick? What's your match of the week? Uh, I went with Chelsea Brentford. Um, I don't think this was really particularly an exciting match, um, but. Yeah, like we talked about before, I picked it based off of the strength of the Mendy performance. And also, I think it was just kind of one of those games that told us a lot about where 
both teams are at the moment. Yep. Player of the week match. My player of the week is none other than Jamie Vardy himself. Uh, one, because a story came out of, from Degovic that said in 2018 when he was on loan at Leicester City, they went on a weekend to, weekend to Copenhagen in which he described it as rampaged through the city, which, you know, you've got to love a good rampage. And apparently Jamie Vardy was dressed in fancy dress with a mask on and was just bursting into the doors of shops and scaring locals. Uh, so, and then he scores against United and won me a bit of money because I literally put money on him to score as soon as Cristiano Ronaldo signed for us. I was like, Jamie Vardy's definitely scoring against us. Found it in the betting thing and was like, $10 on this. Cool. I get 80 bucks. Good on you. There you go. Nah, who was your player of the week? Uh, Edward Mendy. Uh, for obvious reasons. But, Yo, uh, did game. I already say this? Doesn't he give you like, doesn't Eduardo Mendy, get, like in this game especially, give you like old De Gea vibes? Like, he doesn't save in like a natural way. But he still saves fucking everything. Yeah, he just yeah. gets to everything. Um, yeah, he's he was immense. Um, yeah, uh, taking a, a a ball to the face, like that was kicked with some furiously, furiously. Um, yeah, uh, and like he's been saying, um, I think he does have. Uh, a right to be thought of as one of the better players in the world. Uh, like he was, he was talking about not goalkeepers not getting the ball on door. What, what's up with that? Um, so he's he might even have a shout for that uh, by the end of the season. But he's been a rock for Chelsea so far as well. Also, also shouts to Pontus Janssen who kicked that ball really hard at uh, Mendy because at his wedding, everybody was singing Punish Anson is magic. He wears a magic hat. And if you throw a brick at him, he'll head the fucker back, which I can only describe his wife was ecstatic about. <laughs> Shout out to my missus. Oh, yeah. We're going to go watch a ring soon. And I imagine my wedding to have similar vibes. We've <laughs> <laughs> been working on the uh, Am I going to be Jesse in this one? I'll be Jesse. Yes. Uh, You'll be Jesse. Yeah. My player of the week is John Joe Shelby. In Jesse. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I can I can maybe uh, infer um, Jesse being Jesse. Uh, two two cards in, in the space of like 20 minutes. It's really a great first impression to your new boss. <laughs> Uh, that is that is so GPFC. Um, I think we probably agreed a long time ago that John Joe Shelby was like starting eleven GPFC. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, man. right next to Ravel. Dog, yeah, he's mental. That yo, that midfield is mental. <laughs> <laughs> Just w- one one trots onto the to the pitch, smoking a cigarette. The other zoot. Yeah, <laughs> you want to say zoot one more time so you get like a. Or like say the last fucking sentence, which was one walking with a cigarette, one with a zoot, and then carrying. One walking with a cigarette. Oh my god, they're gonna <laughs> one one walking with a cigarette, one with a zoot. I'm not an actor. You guys probably heard that now because Nadja's an actor. We had a small technical difficulty, so now we're back recording again seamlessly. Nick, he's your player of the week. Uh, my player of the week is Yuri Tielemans. Uh, uh, he scored a beautiful, beautiful goal. Um, also had almost had a, another one, if not for a great save from Tejea. I mean, he's just a great player for Leicester. He's their metronome there in the midfield. Well, indeed, he's winning the ball back and. Madison is doing whatever the fuck Madison does. He just keeps that whole team playing at his pace. I think he's a player that most teams would be lucky to have in their side, and he's a testament to 
how good African football could be if we didn't play for our colonizers. So shout, <laughs> you imagine shout, how good. Yeah. Imagine how good that DR Congo team could be, man. Oh boy! All they oh need is a striker. God. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly big bad. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to my missus' boyfriend, Yuri Tillemans. <laughs> also, <laughs> shout, out to, of me. Uh, shout out to a friend of the program, Kevin, who uh, right before he scored, he almost as if he was speaking it into existence, I think he did this twice during the game. Uh, he asked me, how do you rate Yuri Tillemans? And I said, very highly. And then he right. scored like five seconds an absolute banger yeah. as well. My pick of the bunch. Probably, yeah. if it wasn't for Salah doing madness, then it probably the goal yeah. of the weekend. It was, uh, <laughs> it's a really big goal. Uh, share of the week. Share of the week. Mine is the slightly offensive Newcastle. <laughs> very, I imagine racist. Uh, very Slight racist sleep. and very offensive. Uh, Newcastle Keffies that have been going around. Yeah. Because they are mental. Like, you know, oh, people, people say Britain doesn't have culture. And then I see things like this and I'm like, <laughs> shout out to the. I'm surprised they're not wearing like dreadlock wigs and shit for St. Max and sombreros <laughs> yeah. for Almiron. I, I was, I was saying this to, I was saying this to my girlfriend over the week. Over the weekend, uh, yeah, English people are down to do sh- random shit like this. Don't you remember when El Hajjouf went to Leeds training and one of the kids oh was dressed God. in oh not even God. blackface, <laughs> but full black body oh and my bleach God. blonde hair? <laughs> yeah. And El Hajjouf yes, was just taking a picture of him with his thumbs yeah. up. I was like, this is part <laughs> of British culture, apparently. And it's like... <laughs> Can you put? Can you post that to the GPFC account for for contact <laughs> for our listeners? Yeah, I will. Because <laughs> that will. is just one of the most absurd pictures <laughs> I have ever fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that is good. Uh, well, you know that what they say: racism isn't inherent; it's taught, right? <laughs> yeah. Just imagining is. That kid's dad just lathering up with fucking shoe polish in the morning. <laughs> Yo, I also forgot that at the time Neil Warnock was the manager of Leeds, yeah. and he bought Al Hadjouf after the year before calling him a fucking rat because he spat on one of his players. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, that was yeah, like. Golden era, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's my show of the week, and also shout out to the lady that was crying after the game, but also wearing a headdress. <laughs> <laughs> Just the white blonde lady crying, wearing a fucking headdress, oh, <laughs> like, and obviously drunk. I was like, you know, these guys are Muslim, right? And <laughs> don't drink, bro. <laughs> Um, my shirt of the week is also not a shirt of the week. Um, our favorite Thai football shirt collector posted uh, a vintage RSC Anderlecht uh, bench coat. Uh, I think it's from like, yeah, 90, 93 to 95 era. So it's like got the Adidas stripes on the, on the shoulders. It's a very nice shade of purple, black. And why the Adidas stripes is very fire, uh, but yeah, that's that's my show of the week. Nick, who wants to? Uh, Jesse what chose this trash ass. <laughs> <for you. laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Somebody else can talk about it if they like it. Yeah, so I, that's my, I actually that's my actually, opinion on it. I did not like it at all. Uh, and I was also confused because I thought it was the away and this is the third. And I didn't realize that like Nike just decided like to like do graphic design for them for some reason (laughs) and not everyone else. 
Graphic design is my passion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love graphic design. It's, it's got, yo, honestly, if you if this shirt didn't have a Nike swoosh and a Tottenham swoosh on it, you'd see that it was our designer doing it because it has slime green hits as well. Shout out to Ian. <laughs> Purple and slime green is big Ian energy. Yeah. They probably boot yeah, I think uh, Jesse's just going with a few uh, banter picks here, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 he has to be at this point. He was like, Yo, I can't make it tonight, lads. I've got to teach the youth. Let me just ruin the end of your show. If I make it <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I went with the Club America third kit from this season. Uh, Mexican uh, team going with, I guess this was a design inspired from a goalkeeping shirt that Mexico legend Memo Ochoa wore sometime like 10, 15 years ago. Mm. It has all this cool Aztec-inspired art on it. And the thing that kind of strikes me the most about it is, especially with these like Mexican, obviously the art shit on it is awesome. But a lot of these like Mexican teams with their sponsors, it's just garish and takes over the whole jersey. But this... It's like blended in really well with the rest of the design. Yeah, they did one like this like a few years ago, or like maybe last season as well, but it was black with white on it. It was one of my show that we yes because it was heavy. Yeah. Uh, they just been yeah, getting like, really splashed by Nike lately, Club America. Yeah. 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 In a good one, unlike Top. Maybe I'll go on loan there. Maybe I'll go on loan to Mexico, get a bit of sun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sun in seashore. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ravel Morrison isn't playing down there anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, one can only dream, you know? One can only you dream. Go to, you go to Derby. Derby. I, I don't even know where that is. I don't, they can't afford my wages at the moment, Nudge. Wayne Rooney's mm-hmm. paying their wages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, let's do our shout-outs and get out of here. Uh, my shout-outs uh, to all the people at HSBC that I've been yelling at for the past two days. Uh, shout-outs to my mom, my girlfriend, and my cat. Shout-outs to Yuri Tillerman. Shout-outs to Jamie Vardy. Shout-outs to you guys. Shout-outs to T. Shout-outs to Big Casey. Shout-outs to Diodora and Icarus and P's and Q's and Bluebird and black sheep and everybody that loves us uh shout out to you guys a listener yeah that's it uh yeah shout out to my family uh shout out to rachel um who's crushing it in dc at the moment shout out um you guys and jesse of course everybody that comes to pick up on Tuesday, 321 Fairmount. Don't forget it. Come through, kick a ball. Um, what else? Uh, shout out to the uh, Thai guy that collects football shirts. I still don't really know how to say his Instagram name, um, but that guy, he's just a don. Um, shout out to Peacock for having uh, this bird camp and uh, Ian Wright special one that I'm definitely going to rewatch. I had it on mute in the background. I was like, wait, what's going on? Uh, that was fire. Uh, shout out to my guy, Lamb Hands, Madge, for having everyone over the other night um, and making that some blisters. blisters. On his yeah, getting blisters on his fingers, getting scammed for us, um, all just to make us some delicious lamb and entertain us with his witty banter and jokes. Um, (laughs) shout out to Casey um, for also being a a wonderful entertainer Um, and shout out to Danny Rose (laughs) yeah big shout out to Danny Rose Yo, my guy my guy is built like a refrigerator out there he just (laughs) like he looked like somebody slipped his shirt over a little box Oh my god. Oh, you know everybody listening knows that we love a fat footballer after my 10 minutes <laughs> on Nazari last week. So that's that's the god of, that, 
that's the garden party's body type. People that kick a ball, ball but also eat too many, too many Italian hoagies all day. Danny Rose had a sandwich in his hand when he rubbed the team sheet and saw he was in it. <laughs> like, oh, shit. It's having a full English breakfast. <laughs> you know, the people that come out and play football play football with us will know exactly what we're talking about as well because catch me pulling up catch me pulling up with the wild fucking like the wild falafel fucking bag for no reason or some shit <laughs> chewing as I start playing smelling of garlic <laughs> uh, uh, yo honestly a story for the listeners that don't come and play football with us there was one time we were we were out playing and it was before we moved it indoor and for some reason, I thought it was a good idea to eat like half a Vindaloo, like three minutes before. So the whole fucking time I was running around, I was just burping, getting mad at acid reflux. If that's the sort of level we're playing at, lads, really don't be scared to come out and play. <laughs> I mean, we're really good, but we'll have to stop after a minute while I go and get Tums. Uh, All right, let me shout out my mom and my brother and shout out to Jamesy and shout out to Smiley Gang. We jumped in a new member this weekend. Uh, shout out. Who else was I going to shout out? You guys were talking about Vindaloo and I forgot what I was about to say. See? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to um yeah, you too. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to me. Oh, shout out to you, Nick. Oh, yeah. shout out to Hot and Ben Arfa. You forgot. Hatton shout ben out to Hot and Ben Arfa, yeah. All right, it's been garden parties, okay. ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get out of here before I start giggling some more. Uh Thanks for listening. Thanks for making me feel better about football. And we'll see you on Tuesday playing football with us at 321 Fairmount Avenue. Be there, be square. Like, subscribe, and follow. Shout out. Shout out to Savage Fenty. Yo, shout out to Savage Fenty as well. Oh, shout out to Tarthel. For getting the VIP pass to Savage Fenty. We all got boxes on the way. Shout out to Rosalita and Selena Gomez. <laughs> We're out because this is getting off the rails. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>